0: This is some interesting news. The Ontario legislature to return from summer break after the federal election. That is strange because normally they go back to Queens Park September the 6th. Here to talk about the change, Travis Danraj, who is our Bureau Chief for Global News at Queens Park. Travis, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me, Kelly.
0: Is this a shock to you that they decided to come back a little bit later on?
1: Well, yes and no, because I mean you have to think of the climate right now uh, at Queen's Park, and you have to think of the context. There's a federal election campaign. Uh, the federal Conservatives want to win that. We just had polling last week or the week before, I think it was, that showed that they're 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 doing well everywhere else other than Ontario and the X factor is Premier Ford. So. Uh, it, it's it doesn't come as a huge surprise but but I mean typically they come back as, right after the labor day long weekend around the seventh or so of September. so I mean <laughs> they are kind of cramming through legislation trying to get everything done. We didn't know until yesterday evening that they were going to break this long, but you know you look at the the dates for the federal election and when they're coming back and
0: And you know, I and we do have to say
1: helping their federal cousins.
0: Federal election is on uh, the 22nd of October, correct?
1: 21st. 21st. Okay, we'll find out
0: the results on the uh, the 22nd. We'll be talking about it ad nauseum. Um, October the 28th is when they will be going back to Queens Park. Um, They issued a statement here, the government, and they said the government has moved at an unprecedented pace with 18 (laughs) bills passed and another two expected to pass by the end of sitting Thursday. So I guess that they're saying basically, well, we worked really hard. We deserve a break. I guess
1: so. But their whole mantra is open for business, right? Mm. I mean, you know, when you've got the legislature, literally the doors uh, of the chamber closed for almost five months, that sends a pretty significant s- signal. Now, what they're saying publicly in that statement, they go on to say that, you know, uh, elected officials are going to spend time with their constituents, working directly with the people that elected them, and the government is going to continue to promote open Oh, but
0: they're, you know what? Like if they're working with the people in at fundraisers, like barbecues and things like that, Smokey Thomas has said it's going to be horrible. They're going to...
1: Well, he's already said you know, Ford Fest is scheduled for uh, later this month. I think it's on the 23rd, uh, not next Saturday, but the following.
0: Are uh, you referring and- to your invite right now, Travis? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens at Ford Fest. I mean, that's on the same weekend as the Pride Parade. The premier has said he's not going to the Pride Parade. Silky so Thomas has said uh, that there's going to be a lot of protests at Ford Fest. So is it going to be the summer of protests? likely now i will not rule out this i will mm. not rule out them coming back for an emergency session during the summer uh or, or early in the fall in september if uh to deal with the the teachers uh, you know if we see a potential strike happening they could call an emergency session to legislate back to work because the uh expiration date for teachers is on the thirty first of August, I believe.
0: Right, and they're not too happy about that one percent wage cap. Yeah,
1: they're not at all, and that is that that bill needs to be debated still. So, the the bill that we're talking about is this one percent wage wage hike uh, cap for all public sector workers that was introduced yesterday. They gave the unions no notification that that was happening. And so that is the only bill that they'll have left on the docket after they rise today, and then they'll come back and debate that. So certainly, I mean, that was a shocker as well, but they they had a lot. Uh, of bills that they needed to pass, they have two that they have to pass today: uh, the OSPCA bill and Bill 108, which is the uh, you know the bill that had a lot of uh, uh, debate over it, having to do with city hall and developers, and it's called the More Homes, More Choice Act. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they none of these bills are going to committee, right? So uh, the the government is moving fast and furious. But
0: Be- is that the, because they have a majority?
1: It is because they have a majority, and it's because. They don't. They don't really want debate on any of this, so they're they're just passing the legislation. It's like that, don't don't look at what the details are. Don't look at what's written. Just let's get it through.
0: Okay, so get instead of of returning to Queens Park September sixth, the legislature is going to have a. They're going to break for a longer summer break than than usual. They'll return after the federal election October twenty eighth. Um, you've already explained why this could be advantageous to Andrew Shear. With uh, you know Ford's his, his, um, numbers plummeting, his popularity plummeting uh, here in Ontario, what's the advantage for Ford?
1: Well, the advantage for Ford is that he's low on the polls right now, and maybe a breather is a good thing for everyone, right? Um, I, I also think that some of his staffers will likely take leave of absences to go work on the federal campaign and ingratiate himself if Andrew Scheer does indeed become the prime minister. Um, So I I think they want that relationship to be solid. And if, you know, Scheer's office is indeed, as we've been told, saying lay low a little here and and, and Ford doesn't want to interfere in the federal campaign, but he wants to help them, um, then he's going to have a uh, you know, uh, a saver or two with Andrew Scheer if he becomes uh, prime minister.
0: Yeah, because they're still waiting on funding for their subways from the federal government and the commitment to the Ford government that they're going to kick in money for Toronto. And uh, they're going ahead with it, whether they get the money or not. At least that's what the minister said yesterday. But, uh, you know, it would be nice to have for uh, the Ford government to have a conservative government in power as, as far as the Feds go. Now, Ford's people, a lot of them have already gone to work for Andrew Shear. Give us an idea of how many people have jumped ship the Ford ship to work with uh, I- with the Feds.
1: So, uh, I think it was last week or the week before, there were four people that uh, put in their resignations to go, including uh, the Premier's primary press secretary, Simon Jeffries. He's gone up to, to Ottawa to, to work for Andrew Sheer, and I actually was on the phone with the Premier's office this morning. I said, "How many folks are taking leaves of absences to to go to go work on the federal campaign?" I said, "Well, we don't have an exact number, but certainly it is an option available to staffers if they want to do that. They would not be paid. Um, they would have to take you know uh, uh, leave absence, not paid, and they they would likely get paid by the, the Sheer campaign." Right. So, I mean, it. I mean, that may be one reason, but certainly the optics. Um, What I've been seeing online, a lot of people think that this move to shut down the legislature is is not a good idea, Um, and it does not necessarily mean that you're not going to see policy announcements stop through the summer. You will likely see that. There just won't be any debate. There won't be any question period. So it'll just be an announcement, and then, you know, Andrew Horvath will probably have some counter-announcement. Right. But you won't see the kind of debate that we're seeing right now in the legislature. So
0: the debate that's going to happen is going to happen on 640 Toronto. Exactly. There you go. Uh, and, 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 you know, some folks say
1: that it should, it should happen in question period. Uh, and you can't really dispute that, but... Uh, You know, I guess uh, I'm going to have to find some things to do for the next couple of months here. I'm sure I will. But, uh, but yeah, they say that they'll they'll be in their constituencies, and that's why they want to get to with the grassroots people and work with them.
0: All right, before uh, is that the bell going to chime people back into the legislature? I just heard it.
1: That's my email. I get one every. Thirty
0: seconds. All right. Well, uh, I want to just keep you for about two minutes more and ask you this yeah. question, because I was talking about this earlier on about the uh, the the wage cap for public sector workers at one percent. And there was a lot of debate back and forth. And I said, I don't think Doug Ford's a, a stupid man. I think he knows that the courts will certainly force him back to collective bargaining because, oh. you know, not going into negotiations in good faith. Uh, why do? You, what's the talk around Queen's Park as to why he's picking a fight that he knows he probably is not going to be able to win?
1: Well, I mean, this is the thing, right? I, they didn't give the unions any notice uh, on this. This uh, certainly affects a wide range of people, hospitals, school boards, long-term care homes, children's aid societies, teachers, the Ontario Public Service generally. But, uh, you know, this is not a government that has really cared about... Uh, the thoughts of, of, of unions. And he said as much in the House uh, that he feels, you know, like the, the, the unions are are, are are really kind of in the public trough, as he likes to say. Didn't he uh, say
0: he did. holding people hostage? Is, is that my imagination? Is yeah, that something that don't know I remember previously? It he did
1: say that and and i think that they want a fight with the teachers particularly right they want to they want to be able to legislate them back to work they want them to go on strike and that's been something that you you you've seen building over the last little while every move that they make uh is not in line with what they say is good faith bargaining um certainly you know, they're not giving the unions any notice that this could possibly be coming. And you have to understand that, I mean, the unions say that it's 1%, but really what they end up getting sometimes is 1.25, sometimes zero. So it's within that range. So why put a cap on this is, you know, they, they don't understand it. The other thing here is, and I asked, uh Peter Bethlenfalvy, the president of the Treasury Board, yesterday about this is that the cap applies to to everyone. So if you're a public sector worker and you're making forty thousand dollars, that one percent cap applies to you just as much as it would apply to somebody making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, mm. right? So uh, I mean, again, it's it goes against their narrative of fighting for the, the, the little guy and standing up for the little guy. So
0: so, do you think he's taken a pulse here on how people feel? Because, you know, we open the phone lines today and people seem to be OK with it. In fact, there, there seemed to be a lot of animosity well, for people that worked in the public s- sector. Well, and when you, you like. break it down and it, it's about teachers, I remember the last time there was a problem, you know, in negotiations uh, with the teachers. Uh, one of my friends who's a very good teacher, she said, people hate us. And she really didn't want to go on strike. She didn't want anything to happen. She she actually, you know, hoped that all this would blow over very soon. And and I have to say, she's one of those people that is not on board with what her union does and how they, you know, like to rattle the cage whenever they can and when negotiations come up. Do you think that uh, Doug Ford has taken an adequate pulse on how Ontarians feel and is going to work on that? Because I think the feeling of animosity for teachers it seems to be at a bit of a high point here sure but the the the
1: difference between this time round and say the mike harris years when when you know they went after the teachers was that also the school boards are upset right now so you've got the school and the last time this happened with harris it was only the teachers right so you've got all educators in general that they're they're going to be going after um now when it comes to this wage gap uh, you can understand that they have to deal with this thirteen point five billion dollar deficit, give or take a couple billion, depending on whose numbers you actually believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they say that you know spending, when it comes to compensation for Ontario public sector workers, accounts for about seventy two billion dollars annually, which is about 50 percent of their spending. Wow. So if they don't get that under control, then they're never going to be able to tackle the deficit. So on the flip side of it, yeah, you can understand why they would want to implement this cap.
0: Travis, as always, I appreciate your time. Enjoy your uh, long extended holiday. Oh, wait, no, you're on not vacation. on vacation. <laughs> I'm
1: not on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will be here.
0: Well, you Stop start digging again. right now because you're going to have to find some stories for us.